If you ever ask yourself, what are the pros and cons of a spendthrift trust? You come to the right place, although the answers are probably not going to be what you're expecting. Hi, my name is Don Thornton. I'm known as a senior trust specialist because I know the benefits, the cons of spendthrift trust from A to Z. And in this video, I'm going to talk to you about what three of the pros are and what one big con is. So I'm going to talk to you specifically about how asset protection is a huge advantage of a spendthrift trust. I'll tell you about how if you're in a profession where capital gains taxes play a major role in your income or for your client's income, that's a huge advantage because it's Spendthrift trusts can eliminate all those uh, capital gains taxes. And also, I'm going to talk to you about how this trust can convert ordinary income into passive income for the trust, which can be deferred, uh, the taxes on which can be deferred in uh, forever, in perpetuity. And finally, wait to the end of the video because I'm going to tell you what this huge con is about what, you know, the disadvantage of the spendthrift trust. Let's talk about the 100% lawsuit-proof asset protection as one of the biggest pros of the spendthrift trust. You know, asset protection and whatever tax strategy you have, it all, the tax is wonderful. And trust me, that's the sizzle of the stake. I think when you're looking at a marketing point of view, people get excited about the tax savings. And yet the asset protection is like uh, the foundation when you're building a home. You know, everything else, how the, the beautiful majesty of the walls, the columns, the vaulted ceilings, whatever you're going to do on your building, that's what the tax advantages are. But if you don't have a solid foundation, then you're not built on a rock and it can all be taken away from you. And that's why the asset protection part of a spendthrift trust is so crucial. Now, just to review, for those of you who are new and what maybe it's the first video you've watched of mine, the name of our trust is not just a spendthrift trust, it's actually known as a non-grantor, irrevocable, complex, discretionary spendthrift trust. There are five pillars that have to do with this. The spendthrift part is just one part of it. So there are a number of spendthrift trusts out there, but they don't have all five of these columns. They can't do what we can do with our trust. But let's focus right now just on the spendthrift pillar. What that means, in a nutshell, is that Someone can sue you. Anybody can sue anybody, right? We know that. But when the lawsuit gets in front of a judge, let's say the first hearing, and the judge, you, you know, you or your attorney go to the judge and say, Your Honor, just want to let you know that uh, this lawsuit is against a uh, trust that has a spendthrift provision. The judge will toss the case and most likely will sanction the attorney of the plaintiff who brought the lawsuit for not doing his or her due diligence because it will be tossed. That's the beautiful thing about this is that this law, this, this, this trust cannot be sued. There can be no, there can be any seizure orders, overturn orders, bankruptcy, none of that. Your assets are protected. You as a trustee are protected. And that's that's the, one of the biggest pros about that. And you may say to yourself, well, um, how do you, I mean, yeah, but you told the, you know, the uh, pain in the butt part of the lawsuit. Well, what you can do, because usually what happens is attorneys reach out to you before they file and you can say, look, your honor, or excuse me, look, Mr. Attorney, you know, this is a spendthrift trust. You might want to do some uh, due diligence and research on this because it's not, you're not going to get anywhere with it. There's only two 
things that can keep the spendthrift trust from being able to protect you from a lawsuit. That is if that you fraudulently conveyed your asset. For example, let's say that you um, the, a lawsuit was filed. And like say on a Monday, on Tuesday, you formed a spendthrift trust, in our case, a non-revocable you know, or non-grantor irrevocable complex discretionary spendthrift trust. And on Tuesday, you formed it and you sold your assets into the trust. You did that after a lawsuit was filed. Therefore, that would be that would constitute a fraudulent conveyance and it would be null and void. You would get no protection on that. Otherwise, if you are doing fraudulent activity through your trust, then that can be penetrated as well. But that's it. Every other part of this, you are 100% protected. And as I've touched on other videos, and it's worth repeating here now, this is so powerful that it can stop a federal government eminent domain lawsuit in its tracks. And not just the feds, local, county, state. I mean, literally, if you have a ranch, let's say as an example, and the feds want to, uh, let's say they want to they put uh, an interstate through your backyard and they say, we're going to force you to sell. I mean, you can just give the middle finger and say, no, you're not because this property is going to spend through a trust. They would literally have to build and then do a circle around and go forward again. That's how it had to be done because they can't stop you. Now, think about that. If they can, if it can stop the feds on eminent domain, or like I said, any other government organ, um, entity, think about how powerful it can be if someone tries to do a slip and fall lawsuit against you. What about, uh, you know, if someone does some kind of, you know, pre uh, pre predatory or, you know, frivolous lawsuit, they're not going to get, it's going to get stopped in its tracks. And so that's what you want. That's why it is so important that asset protection is what I talk about first as, a, as an advantage and a pro to having uh, a spendthrift trust. Uh, another pro is that you should subscribe to my channel. That's right. You're here. You're watching this. You're consuming my content. It means that you like it, that it resonates with you. And so let's be logical here. Like Mr. Spock, I can't do the Spock thing, but what, you know, be logical. And if you should be notified when I have a new video that comes out, I do about two or three of these a week now because there's just so much content to put out there. And the little bell, click on that so you get notified immediately when this video goes live. Another a pro about the spendthrift trust is that capital gains are absolutely wiped out with the spendthrift trust. And, you know, again, all five pillars, non-grantor, discretion or non-grantor, irrevocable, complex, discretionary spendthrift trust. Okay. And why is that? It's because this trust, all these pillars, it has been created and modified to be in complete compliance with IRS code 643. And there, this code was set up specifically for this type of trust. And you may have heard this story in other videos. If, if you have, I apologize for being redundant, but it's worth repeating. You know, this trust existed before the U.S. tax code came into being in the 1930s. You know, the oligarchs, you know, the very, very rich uh, people like the Rock, Rockefellers, and the Rothschilds, you know, Congress doesn't sit down and write laws themselves. They usually have... Uh, um, uh, what do you call it? The um, uh, lobbyists that do that, right? And so, the the P, the, the entities, the attorneys that help draw the, the tax code up were from the Rockefellers and the and the Rothschilds, right? So they specifically put this tax this code in the tax code to make sure that the spendthrift trust that they already had been using for asset protection would be in compliance with this. 
And what it states is that the trustee having 100% discretionary power, you know, the, the, an asset inside the trust that it, when it's sold, that any capital gains that would normally be um, calculated in the, in the sale of that asset is not, is not taxable. It's not a taxable event. And that's huge. So think about that. Real estate investor, you, you uh, have a, an investment property. You decide you want to sell it. Uh, you sell it, and then normally you have to do a, you have to pay the capital gains or do a 1031 exchange, which is very difficult. It's it's a lot, it's a headache, and only about 50% of them actually work with this trust. That's all you have to do. You don't have to go to Puerto Rico for you know uh, I don't know how many 168 days in, in a year and live there uh, to get out of capital gains. You live wherever you want. You can get the the, the 100% uh, guarantee that no capital gains tax will be ever be uh, calculated with you. It's all deferred forever, and that's one that's a huge advantage. Let's think about it from a business point of view. I just had a client who sold his business for 7.5 million dollars. He was on the hook for 1.7 million dollars, but luckily he saw my video and reached out to me. And we were able to work this out to where he sold the assets of his business to himself, and then he sold them to uh, the trust. So it became a trust asset. And then he sold that to the incoming buyer for $7.5 million. The $1.7 million that would have gone to the IRS for uh, you know, for the capital gains tax, when it came into his trust, as long as the money stays inside the trust, is not distributed, then any capital gains taxes are deferred forever in perpetuity. And think about this. Okay, so I talked to you about real estate investors. We spoke about business owners, but think about the people who service real estate investors and service business owners who want to sell their businesses. Commercial realtors, right? Um, how powerful would it be if you, as a commercial realtor, can show your clients, or when you're still trying to get the listing, that you can show them how they can save hundreds of thousands of dollars on capital gains by by doing this trust before they actually sign a contract. How powerful are you going to be? What kind of influence are you going to have? Think about it as a business broker. Same thing, right? When you're when you're going out there trying to get business owners to list their businesses with you, how much of an advantage are you going to have over your competition when you can show them how much more money that you, they can put in their pocket and not give the IRS? So it's pretty powerful. It's a huge pro, a huge advantage of the spendthrift trust. So let's be honest. I want you to comment, okay? I want you to go down into the, in the comments and leave me something. And please don't do the typical crap that I see happen so much on my site where some crypto person comes in there or someone trying to sell something. They'll put like five or seven comments in there. It has nothing to do with this, this thing. Guys, I delete those, okay? So uh, work with me. Tell me what you think. Do you have any uh, experience with this? Uh, any questions? You know, because I like the engagement and frankly, I like the algorithm that sees engagement and comments. And so do me a solid. I'm doing you a solid by giving you content. OK, and I want to talk to you now about uh, another huge pro, a new advantage of this trust, this spendthrift trust, is that you can convert ordinary income from your business. If you're 1099, if you're a commissioned salesperson. Right. If you got money coming in as a 1099 or as ordinary income, then this strategy, in conjunction with the with this uh, trust, in compliance with IRS Code 643, can convert as much as 97 percent of your pre-tax net income. Think about that. Isn't that crazy? It's unreal. 
And all you have to do is you work in conjunction with an LLC. And I'm not going to get into the, the, the nuts and bolts of the strategy now, but if you want to know more about it, you can certainly go, go down to the description and uh, click on my website and you can uh, schedule a, a strategy call with me, free strategy session. And I'll walk you through how that actually works, but it's so powerful uh, because, you know, what we're doing is we're converting ordinary income, which if you make a hundred above $165,000 a year is being taxed at 32%. So think about it. if you if you if you earn a um, million dollars, that three hundred twenty thousand dollars is going to be your tax. Uh, the check you're going to write to the IRS. You don't have to do that now with this because we're going to show how you can convert that with just two expenses, additional expenses that the trust can can set up with with your LLC to where up to ninety seven percent of that's going to go over the trust as an expense for the LLC, leaving very little money left over as taxable in your LLC. And it comes into the trust as passive income. And again, according to IRS code 643, you as a trustee have discretionary power to uh, to uh, clar classify that as an extraordinary dividend. And again, according to this tax code, uh, any taxes can be deferred forever. All right. So I want to say one last thing about you've been waiting for this. What's the biggest con? What's the biggest disadvantage of the spendthrift trust? And I say this at the very last because I want, I know you've been waiting with anticipation because you're saying, yeah, there's got to be a catch. There's got to be a catch. Here it is. There is no catch. There are no pros. Excuse me. There are no cons. Okay. There are no cons. It's the most, it's the most complete and elegant strategy I've ever seen. And it makes you realize why the ultra, ultra wealthy, ultra rich have kept this to themselves for so many years. It's only now drifting down to people at our level, right? They've not been paying taxes. They've not, they, they, you can't, they, you, know, you sue them, you can't get their assets, right? What did Warren Buffett say? Warren Buffett said that, uh, you know, his secretary makes more, pays more in tax than he does because of these types of strategies. So we can all put our Warren Buffett hats on and, and start playing, you know, put our big boy pants on and play by their rules. Why should we not? Right. It's just that our ignorance of, of their strategies have kept us from paying too much in taxes. And this is not a this is not evading taxes. This is avoiding taxes. There's a big difference. OK, so go down to to uh, where my website is in the description or wherever you're consuming this on social media. Uh, you're going to see my website. Click on that. You can get my ebook that goes into some more detail. I also have a webinar recording that goes into it in more detail. And you can also schedule a free, a free uh, strategy session with me. I can go over what's going on in your business or in your life. And I can show you how you get the same pros and benefits of this trust. Thanks.